Hey, what's up, guys? Back here today with another podcast. Um, this yeah. is Viking and Mac keeping Let's it real. Go. <laughs> Let's go <laughs> so today. We have a very, very, very special guest. Um, we have Thomas from Safe Haven, and um, you know what? I'm gonna actually let him introduce himself, and uh, so you guys can get to know him a little bit better. Yeah. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Uh, appreciate it. Um, so Tom Thomas Ambrosia Safe Haven uh, business and growth. Uh, been in the space for, been with Safe Haven for almost three years. Um, been in the space operating since probably 2014. Uh, had my own business running um, leads for various uh, organizations within space uh, for two years and then got into the, uh, the project space, if you will. So again, guys, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. So um, how do we pronounce your last name? I, we were just talking about this with Charles Hoskinson. <laughs> so <laughs> I, nailed it. I, I nailed it, right? I got it. Yeah, you got it that time. So no, uh, my, so, so my last name is pronounced Ambrosia. Ambrosia. And, um, as a matter of fact, if you take a look at, you see um, Vulcan's project, one of the, one of the um, pieces of land on that decentralized, I'm giving him a little plug here because it's a nice project. No, yeah, yeah, we talk about it. Um, it's, I believe it's the, maybe it's the forest of Ambrosia or something like that. And I was like, man, I really got to get that. Wait, oh. wait, wait, but is that, is that yeah. because? Is... No, 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 there's no, there's no like, uh, you didn't give him a little bit of a uh, hey, No, I, 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 I didn't. I, I wish I did. I wish I did. I wish I could actually say that I had anything to do with that because it would be cool. But no, that's that's definitely not. I wish it was. So, All right. Nice, nice. Well, we, we were talking about that, uh, right, uh, Viking? Because we were yep, talking about the central land, and yep. then we started. He's like, man, you know, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is one to keep our, your, your eyes on. Yeah, no, for for sure. I I remember when Decentraland came out, and that was a that was a pretty revolutionary looking project. And from what I understand, they're still doing some pretty cool stuff. So definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's where I mean, Viking. We were talking about this. That's where we see uh, like NFTs and these type of things, virtual reality. Uh, these things taking off. Yeah. So for sure. That's, that's especially the especially the virtual reality type stuff. I mean, yeah. really that, and then you know NFTs, you know NFTs have the pens have the possibility of, of earning people revenue. You know NFTs <laughs> have possible, yeah. which which of course, you know, safe haven, you know we we could make those inheritable. That way, those revenue sources. Nice, bro. That's true. Oh man. That, okay. That well, way, those I, revenue sources are able to be passed down, so you can make your own generational wealth there as well. So you know, just just uh, to give you an idea of some of the things we've been thinking of. So that's a little piece of information there. Wow, um, wow. That's big. That's big, and man. Let good. me tell you. Uh, I'm, oh man. Yeah, I'm. I'm very fortunate to speak with you. Go with that, man. <laughs> really, really go with that. There's, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of ideas uh, floating around, but that is that is one of them. And you know, we'll see if we can make it happen because that's it, a home run. I mean, that's a home run. I'm gonna tell you straight up, 
That's a home run. Oh, man, we're what? Two minutes in and we're already dropping bombs. Yeah, no, I think that's no, a- no, no. That wasn't a bomb. That was just that was just me saying, <laughs> hey, it's completely it's completely possible. No, I know that it's possible, you know, but it should be like done, that. man. Absolutely. Go for it. Absolutely. Do whatever you got to do, because I think that's a home run. If you yeah. were to like, if you tell me that, I'm like, wow, wow. Yeah, I, because. There's a – all right, so I'm not going to name any names because I can't yet, but Mac knows exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, maybe we can get together off of this thing. Uh, me, you, Mac, and – or me, you, and uh, Mac get together maybe in a uh, in our podcast group or whatever. Uh, there's actually a company that's going to be collateralizing NFTs. Yeah, I actually have heard that kind of uh, that kind of model before. So, um, you know, hey, this is just the whole space is just continuously uh, growing and you're going to start to see a lot of those type of projects that really look to monetize the space kind of come out and there are niche markets for all of that kind of stuff. You know, there's niche markets, you know, and with with safe havens specifically, you know, our market is a niche market, but realistically it, it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Because safe Haven is taking right. care of that digital inheritance. And what you're going to have here is a lot of, a lot of possession as far as an asset, digital asset that, that we can, that we can support, you know, a decentralized way um, with inheriting and, and safe key. So, you know, I'm going to lean more towards, I, I, I agree with you guys both that we're going to start to see, you know, this kind of, this area kind of expand as far as uh, monetizing and u- utilizing, leveraging collateral NFTs and stuff like that. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. And when I, when I started hearing about Safe Haven, what they were doing with inheritance, I said, if you're long on crypto and blockchain and all these things, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I mean, inheritance, I mean, this thing is essential. You have to have it. You got to have it. And and that's just kind of it. You know, it was a, I say it's a niche market, but it it shouldn't be a niche market because it's not a niche market in the traditional market. So the only reason it's a niche market right now, right? See, the only reason it's a niche market right now is because the market is inherently, um, you know, uh, 30s and 40s as far as age and male demographic, right? And that is going to be, you know, I mean, I'm I'm in my mid-30s and, you know, it took me a while to look at, um, you know, inheritance and leaving something behind and et cetera, et cetera, because everybody's caught up in the hype. Right. But then you got to kind of come back down to earth and say, yes. you know, okay, what, what, what happens if something happens to me? And of course, you know, Mac, you know what I'm talking about when you, when you got the kids and stuff like that all involved, yes. you know, yes. then you start thinking about your kids and your family and less about yourself and you kind of tend to slow down and that kind of pulls you back from the hype. Right. Yes. You know, instead of, I mean, how many times have you thrown money at the market and then been like, hmm, shouldn't have done that. Or, or you should have, or you were like, or you were like, oh, I, I can throw, I got this extra, you know, a couple hundred bucks laying around. And then you're like, nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be a parent, you know? Yeah, be fair. Oh, yeah man. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Uniswap, 
hooked it up with the 400 tokens. I, don't know if I mean, I, I just got an extra, you know, 1500 out of nowhere. I was like, all right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people got that out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. there was no announcement for that. So, yeah, that so you know that that was. But you know what though, Uniswap is decentralized. It should be that way. There should not be notification in the sense that um, something is going to occur because, you know, in that type of situation, it, are you truly decentralized? As far as like Uniswap, for example, is a decentralized exchange, right? So yeah. essentially, you know, you don't have a big team behind it. You don't have a very public team. You don't have a public team. I mean, besides like Binance and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Kraken now, because Kraken's going to come out with, the, you know, they just got authorized to basically have a bank charter in the state of Wyoming in the U.S. So that's phenomenal for us. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, um, you don't normally see a big, team side when it comes to exchanges ocean x was different and i think that's because of the v chain app the v v fam and and yeah. we like to tend to in v fam we we tend to put a face to everybody right yeah so that kind of makes sense but you know in this situation you know i i thought it was wise i thought it was wise that they did the way they did and how they did it they were like hey we're going to give back to the people who just you know, use the platform. That's all. I mean, that, that, yeah, that that was that was. I mean, that was that was a good call. I think, and I think it yeah. pulls. I think it pulls a lot of attention towards them, which yeah, is well, good. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, blockchain was meant to be decentralized, and I'm not knocking on CZ or you know any of these centralized exchanges, uh, whether it be Cuboy or. Um, you know, Ocean X even, you know, yeah. there's a model for everything, right? Everything has a model. Yeah. Uh, and there's room for people to utilize that model. But right now, for Uniswap, even Sushi Swap, you know, and I'm not gonna knock anybody for any reason, but like <laughs> when you've got decentralized exchanges putting up volume that's greater than centralized exchanges, that's impressive and that's where we should be going. And I think CZ said that during his last, during, I was watching, uh, didn't they recently just have um, the Binance event? It, yeah, they were, they were talking some interesting things there. They were. They were talking some interesting things there. I, I was, I was, um, yeah, there was something that he happened to bring up that I was very in tune with. And I was like, all right, this guy's starting to, you know, he mentioned, he mentioned inheritance. And I was like, yep. And I was like, all right. And then he mentioned safe, it kind of like uh, the safe key kind of thing there. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I can't. You're speculating, Mac. You're I'm speculating. speculating. Oh, I'm speculating. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but that's what keeps, you know, but that's what keeps the space alive is a little bit of that speculatory aspect, you know, it keeps yeah. us kind of going because you never know. You, you never know when something's going to happen and it's, or if it's happening right between people's eyes, you know, you yeah. don't know until it hits them. And that's what Uniswap did. You didn't even know you were going to do it. And then boom, no. done. No. You know, Not like, what, like what safe payment, man, it's just like, bam, coming out with, with hits right. left and right. Um, well, we tend to, we tend to try to market like that. You know, we, yeah. we tend to try to keep the uh, community, kind of up to beat and stuff like that but you can't always you can't always 
tell everything, right? You can't always tell everything. And, and I think that's one of our advantages right now is that we do tend to try to give as much information to people, you know what I mean? And yeah. that, you know, I, I think that, I think that's the, if, the, if we're doing one thing right, and I would like to believe that we're doing several things right, you know, but I would say that when we keep the transparency within our community and we keep pushing out different updates, and even if the updates aren't development updates, I mean, you know, it's important to know when you're, when you're, uh, community sees a 15% increase over the, over a course of like 10 days. You know what I mean? And, and how many, how many project teams are putting out that kind of information, community develop? I mean, that should be, you know, you should be able to know that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and as a, as a person who is, dare I use the word invested or is a holder or is a community member kind of situation. So, mm. you know, Absolutely. I think that's one thing we're doing right. Yeah. No, you guys are doing a phenomenal job, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This, it wasn't always easy. You know, this space is up and down. And we went through that bear market, you know, where we, yeah. where we didn't, I mean, everybody just, we, we hunkered down. That's what we did. We hunkered down and just kept building. And we were talking to, and we talked to Sonny Lou about it from VChain and, he was like, ignore it, ignore it all. And, and just keep your heads down. That was it. Yeah. And that was probably one of the most influential pieces of information though. It was like a simple sentence, for example, you know, it was just like, keep your head down and keep going. And that's yeah. what we did. And that's why we're coming out on the other end. When you see a lot of other projects that came up in 2017, 2018, and then you don't see them anymore. Where are they? Where are they you know, what are they doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know a few. No, I know a few. <laughs> we, 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 I mean, if we if we were in this space, whether it be as influencers, whether it be as project teams, whether it be as you know, all of us started as as a speculatory investor. I don't think anybody could say that they didn't. You know, mm -hmm. and all of us by just being involved in this space have definitely seen a project or two yeah. and it's definitely hit us on a financial level, you know, that have, that just did not do what, what the white paper said it was going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, can I, can I ask a little, or if I can go take it. Um, well, you know, really, I just, I just wanted to, you know, honestly, congratulate them as well, and as well as the team, because Thanks, you know, I mean, <laughs> you can't, you couldn't ask for anything really better than what you guys have already done and what you're doing. Um, you know, I like just like Mac. You know, I've been I've been long, uh, long time fan of Safe Haven. What what you guys are doing, because it's a, like Mac said, it's essential. It's it's an absolute necessity. You know, and you gotta uh, find a need, right? You gotta find a need. Right, right, absolutely. And you know, it changes the game when it's not just assets, it's information as well. That's right. even that's an even bigger game changer. Um you in fact you were touching on that that there's so many different things about can you get deeper into that now that we have Thomas here? Uh yeah. with, 
with the inheritance and. Yeah, I mean Thomas would probably be better, better even than. No, but I know, but presented to him. Oh yeah, yeah, like you know everything, uh, you know down to, you know, uh, well just like when Gino said, Facebook accounts, exchange accounts, uh, you know, cookbooks, whatever, you know, anything, anything of any kind of uh, even personal value, information-wise, can even be secured with inheriting am i am sure. I right sure right. i mean i mean it's essentially anything that you can write down i mean right. that's that's really what it comes down to i mean um i used the example with somebody the other day um you know i said if you got a bag full of gold and sh- silver physical gold and silver right mm. and you want to pass that down in some way right and and you know but you don't but but you physically are holding it so you're a responsible party right which means that means you have to keep it safe from tarnish and from fire and from burglary and from all these other different things that you would need right. to keep mm-hmm. you know physical assets uh mm-hmm. you know a, a physical a, a means of of protecting those physical assets believe it or not and it's done quite often is people go and, and they bury them you know they bury right. them someplace so that way you know, on their property or, or, or someplace yep. where, I mean, wasn't there that guy recently, there was something online, uh, maybe a couple months back where a guy buried a bunch of gold and riches or something like that. And somebody <laughs> found it. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I, I've, no, I've, that was, that was, if you look it up, I'm telling you it happened. This uh, year. I'm going to look it up. I'll be looking that up. So yeah, look, look it up. Okay. This guy gave out clues, had like a map and everything. And finally it was found. It took some time. I think it was like 17 years or something like that. Oh, so um with that being said you could take coordinates gps coordinates if you will right and you can say look i have you know our family's you know physical assets stored for safekeeping at this location on a gps you could put those gps coordinates so it's and that's just kind of far-fetched but at the same time that just gives you an idea of you know you could actually utilize it far more than just digital assets you know what i mean it's 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 bigger than that you know because you have to think about it in the sense that this is already sort of a market with it or it is sort of a market within the within the traditional market right so you're looking at traditional vault services and stuff like that that you know there are inheritance services in the traditional market it's it's you know we have we have organizations that we reach out to you know and that we say you know, you're in the traditional market, you're in a vault, you know, which essentially means that a family member, let's say, Mac, Mac, you wanted to keep all your stuff in a traditional vault, which basically upon your passing or something like that, you know, your family would contact that vault service and they would have, you know, a slew of information that you set up so that way they could get it. Now, what makes that different than safe haven is because you're not going to go give a vault, even if they encrypt it, you're not going to give a vault your PK, right? Mm-hmm. Because then, because then you've given them everything. Now, if you give them their bank account, the bank account's not going to have any issue because they're going to have to, they're going to have to go through protocols to even get into that bank account, right? It's very traceable. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if you give it, if you give up a decentralized private key, right? If that's hacked and, you know, re-encrypted and, uh, or somebody internally, 
you know, centralized to that organization. If they have access to any of that information, right, they can take your PK, which is decentralized, and they could, they could pull your money, they could pull your Bitcoin and your digital assets, and you will never have any idea who did it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whereas, whereas Safe Haven, we come to them and we're like, hey, you know, are you getting questions about these type of assets yet? You know, are you looking at these as providing a solution? You know, and a lot of people, some, or some organizations, I should say, aren't getting that too much, but some organizations have had that question, which means that the space is growing and, and, and the mature approach to, um, you know, inheritance is, is becoming very slowly, but it's moving a, yes. a, a, you know, a subject, a subject matter within this space. But essentially, they can't provide anything that makes anyone feel comfortable because they're still going to say, well, give us your passwords and your, you know, all of this other stuff. Whereas that's a centralized entity, one hit yeah. and consider it gone. They might not hit your bank account, but they'll definitely hit your PKs, you know, whereas with, with us and the safe keys and the fact that we decentralize the storage of encrypted information and not hold any ourselves, it, it's, it's a solution that we're seeing some real positive in we're seeing some real positive uh conversations being held with these traditional vault-like markets yeah yeah just just going back to what you were saying about the guy digging up gold it reminds me of the stories that i was hearing about my grandparents when they were leaving cuba and they had to leave uh, they were putting money inside the walls and inside the tubes uh, because they couldn't leave and they're thinking of coming back to get it. Sure, so, sure. Things like that. That's what's coming to my mind. Uh, you know, like, I, I wish there was something where they could have put that away and, you know, hey, listen, this is where it's at, you know. And things like that. I know that that's just, but that's something that, that really did happen, you know, and a lot, and, and happened to a lot of uh, family members. Uh, sure. A lot of people in Cuba. Where sure. they have a I mean, lot of money and gold and stuff like that. Right. And and that's and that's I mean, look at look at um you know, in and this is of course going, you know, like you said, you know, several, several years back, tens of you know, now we're getting close to almost hundreds of years, a hundred years back, but Great Depression when when um, you know, the federal government came around and started pulling people's gold and taking people's gold from their household, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. you know, yeah. that's the kind of situation that you know, Bitcoin was kind of built on, which, which, or the, not the situation, but the concept, right? The idea that it's your wealth, you have it, nobody can get it, but you, you know, whereas, you know, during the great depression, when banks were defaulting, you know, they started taking people's gold that was in their safety deposit boxes and stuff like that, you know? So it seems funny to an extent that you would put your gold in the ground or you would put your, your physical assets in the ground but it's not because because no. people had their stuff taken right out of their home. Exactly. And that, that's exactly. So it's a far-fetched idea that you would do that with a safe key and with inherity. But the point is, and looking back at what Vikings said, it can be done. You yeah. know what I mean? You could put that information in. You could put GPS coordinates in. You could do passwords and you could do you know, lyrics to songs, you could do special messages to loved ones, you can do, um, you know, I always joke about it with the other guys, Legino and 
and Jorgen and Andy and stuff like that and, and, and hurls and Chubbs, it's, it's like, uh, you know, wait until someone leaves somebody like a really bad message. <laughs> like, 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 like it was like a, like, like a really bad joke. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't even want to say it, but you know what I mean? Like you leave somebody a bad joke, like, Hey man, you know, that last sip in the orange juice that one time you wanted to know it was me. You know what I mean? Like just leave them that kind of message. But yeah. you know, I was thinking more like, a, you know, the, it was more bad, but anyway, you, yeah, get, no, I know, I know what you're, no, you're you get my point. Yeah. So Viking, very good point. Very good point. And you're right on, and you're right on target with that. You know what I mean? Because that's really what we're looking to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I mean, you could do pictures as well, right? Yeah. I mean, anything that can be stored on a blockchain essentially. So you can have, right. So you can have file images and stuff like that. And as we get, as we partner with other blockchains, right. And other blockchain um, projects and stuff like that, we're going to be able to expand what, the capability is of inheriting and that's really the goal with with thing with you know different uh entities like uh harmony matic digibyte um you know that that kind of stuff yeah yeah um before we get into matic because i you know i like to talk about matic you do yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) i do like to talk about matic um exchanges I, I, I understand the concept, but I just want it for, for other people who might not. Because sometimes we make, or I make the mistake sometimes that everybody's at the same level and they understand everything, um, you know, and it's especially with so many things going on with crypto. Uh, could you explain, uh, for example, when Safe Haven, um, I'm not saying that there are partnerships, there is partnerships, but the main thing with uh, an exchange and safe haven um, partnership. So just for, for people to understand what would be like the main thing there, the main cog for that partnership talking well, about. Well, I mean, so there's a lot of different things and it just depends. I mean, you know, safe key is, is, is a universal two-factor authentication. So first off, you can utilize it to actually, you know, like like you would any authenticator device, okay? But this one being a cold a cold device, basically, right? Authenticating yeah. your your yourself, okay? So you can plug one in. It can ask you to you can plug in your safe key, which is just a simple USB device. Um, you can plug it in just about when you would you know, be asked to put in your Google authenticator, right? So you put in your yeah. PK and your password or your, your uh, username, your password, or your email and your password. And then you would, you know, verify that information with a physical device, right? And one that's not on a phone. Um, it's actually, you know, it, it, and, and the safe key, the thing about it is that you're not only just, you know, pushing the safe key in through the USB and it's reading it, you also have to physically touch the safe key. So you just, lay your finger on it and you physically touch the safe key. And then, so believe it or not, human touch is another layer of security when it comes to um, tech, right? Um, But on the other side of things, not only could we do that, we could start to utilize the ability to save passwords and to save, um, you know, usernames, passwords. On the other side of things, okay, you could eventually, 
okay, if we're able to uh, work with an exchange on a back-end level, so to speak, is we could make their wallets inheritable or we can make specific, um, we can make specific accounts inheritable, okay? Nice. And, yeah. and, that, and that's more complex on the back side. On the front side, it's extremely easy because if I want to make sure that my password is um, available and my username is available, I would just put that information on Inherity and I would of course then encrypt it and splice it and then distribute it to family members on SafeKey, right? Um, that's easy. So SafeKey could always do something like that, you know, Inherity and SafeKey together. Whereas on the backside, being able to integrate Inherity on the backside, in other words, behind the wallet structure, so to speak, um, that's going to take a little bit more time, cooperation, and what you what people don't realize, because you know this has been one of our intent, this has been an intent of ours for quite a long time, you know. But what you also have to realize is that the exchange then has to be comfortable enough in opening up their back end to you, so mm. to speak, right? Yeah. And people don't realize that there's a lot of negotiating and a lot of trust that has to be built with any exchange, any liquidity platform. When it's, when basically we say, okay, Hey, open up your back end to us. And they're like, mm -hmm. all right, well, let's just, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's asking a lot of any, that's basically the same as if the exchange came to us and was like, open up the back end of inherity. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, uh, uh huh. Why? Um, you know what I mean? So, so, all of these partnerships within this space, if there's one thing I've learned within this space, okay, the, the space is volatile, it's uh, hyperbolic and parabolic, mm. but when it comes to the business behind it, okay, so, you know, again, on the back end, uh, you know, you got to have that trust factor, and, and that takes time, that takes time to build, you know, and not everything moves as quickly as, as the space, the space moves very quickly, the volatility, everybody thinks, you know, like I was talking about hyperbolic and parabolic and this, that, it, 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 the discussions that are held between projects and liquidity platforms, you know, those don't move quickly. You know, there's a lot of time spent in between. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's, an, here's another thing I wanted to, uh, get into and we're going to talk I want to talk somatic I really do um, because I, I, can, can, can I say this Thomas um, that I was a pretty big part of that a little bit yeah I'll, we'll let you of course man I'm, I'm, I'm all about due credit that's, that's truthfully what I am about um, I mean go back to my military service and I would rather one of my guys below me take credit than, than yeah. I did so um, yeah no you were definitely instrumental. You brought the parties together. The discussions were, you know, and you get, you understand it because you're, you, you talk with a lot of organizations and you're a huge community contributor to several, several different projects. Um, like, you know, and what you understand is that sometimes there has to be a little bit of a push, right? Because we're working, 
Maddox were in this situation, you know, safe Haven's working on their own thing, Maddox working. So every now and then it was, you know, you would come in and say, Hey, you know, let's get back talking about this. How can we find this? You know, what is this? Do we have, you know, any, um, you know, can we, can we find any, any synchronization between the two organizations and stuff like that? Yeah. So no, you were definitely instrumental. And I, I, you know, we, I, Matic, we all appreciate it. You know, we all, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. So, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Thumbs man. Up there, man. I got, I got some heat on Twitter and it was like, Somebody was telling me, well, what do you know? And I was like, that's fussy. Now I understand crypto projects when they get, like, people saying things. Like, it's like, man, I want to tell you, but I can't tell you. Well, <laughs> you know, and that's, and that's the space. The space tends to be, you know, the, the demographic of type of, you know, type of people. It's so, you know... Extre one extreme to the to the next you know and, and everybody's you know everybody's very very vocal and very opinionated behind a computer you know and, and that's yeah. just and that's anything and we all know that yeah, yeah um you know but you know that's one of those things that was you know falling back on sunny lou you know was like keep your head down just keep moving forward because safe haven we caught a lot of that we caught a I lot of bad bad press so to speak when it came to social media and 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 you know social communities and stuff like that but so i hear where you're coming from but you yeah you, man you it, must, it. it must be really tough because I, I get sometimes some sloppy sloppy accusations and things that are not true and um so it it must and then you know when you take a step back and you look at it from a different like prism and you see like wow like a crypto project and you got like, it must be there. Like, let's be real. We're human. And there's got to be that temptation where you want to just shut some people up. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like, this is what we're doing. And this is what we got going on. But, you know, yeah. you got NDAs. You got things that take time, you know, and it's. No, it's, you're, you're, you're totally dead on. Um, yeah. There is a lot of times when, especially, especially with Safe Haven you know, that, cause I can't speak for any other real project teams, you know, I mean, I might've been part as far as moderator prior to, you know, uh, you know, because I was in the space and when you were early on yep. in the space, you kind of had that OG presence and you were able to kind of speak ICO and, and TGE and all those different, you know, mm. uh, all those different areas, you know, but as far as safe haven is concerned, you know, Safe Haven has seen the bottom of the bottom when it comes to community morale and mm. when it comes to, um, you know, we don't talk about it in a telegram, but, you know, uh, valuation of token. And mm. the one good thing is that our community is one of the most dedicated, I, I don't even have words. One of the most dedicated communities I've ever seen. And I've been a part of a lot of them and I'm in part of a lot of different communities and they are incredible. I mean, we That's had, we, uh, I recently was speaking to um, Lunar Crush and that was a, that was yeah. a, um, that was a live uh, interview. And, um, 
you know, we were, I, I, I use Lunar Crush when it comes to our social media marketing and, and I use that as a resource. So, you know, uh, plug to them. It's a great, great platform. If, yes. you know, for, if projects are not using that type of aggregator platform, you know, you should be yeah. because it indicates when you're on down and when you need to kind of come back and, and get the community kind of riled up and stuff like that. And so, you know, with, uh, with Lunar Crush, you know, I, I, I'm able to see, we're able to see in an aggregator form in a beautiful layout, you know, what our social media looks like, our increases, our decreases, our, you know, our impact, our reach, et cetera, right? And we have this new council, which is really a community council called the Shaman. And they are just, um, they're just killing it. I, I congratulated them because they were the ones who, they were the ones who, you know, basically pushed, you know, a 15% increase in, in community, in size, in, in, I mean, in a wallet increase within, you know, uh, within two weeks, you know, two to three weeks, it was incredible, you know, and, and and you're going to have your people who jump in and jump out. Right. But you maintain, you know, five to 10, you know, you're lucky if you get 15%, but we tend to keep the majority of our people who get into the project because the community itself, while we're working, you know, on the backside or, or, you know, one of the applications or solutions or, you know, our own marketing efforts. Yeah. The community is on fire constantly and they yeah. constantly provide the answers for new community members and then new community members feel like a family. And, th- and that's really important, I think, because the space is so tribal, right? Yeah. And that's one thing that we all got to get past and it's going to take some time. I mean, we, we, the space is not, uh, mature. It's still an infant, realistically. And, but we still have all these different tribes. One blockchain can't be part of another project and one project can't be part of two blockchains and, and such. We're starting to bridge those gaps now, right? We're starting to bridge yes. those gaps. Um, but, you know, you, I mean, Viking, you're probably, and, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I would say you're, Maybe after, I, I think I started to see you kind of hanging around a little bit after Mac Mac, correct? Um, I mean, I could be wrong, man. You could, you could tell me, no, I've been in, well, in holder since yeah. the token generation event. I've you know? actually, yeah. I, I've been a holder for a little over a year. Um, but I also do kind of trade a little bit. I have a bag I hold and I have a bag I trade. Let's put it that way. That's fair. Um, but um, yeah, that's fair. I actually, you know. Um, because especially with this, with this last, uh, with this last one. Wow. That was a, that was a big, that was a big, uh, I'm just going to let you, I'm just going to let you <laughs> speculate. I mean, on, on, I, I get what you're saying though. Um, you know, and that was, and that was a big, that was a big market entry as far as at large, the entire market was, uh, really, really on fire. You know what I mean? And that's not right. just us. It's just, right, right, right. Well, you know, yeah. but, but proportionally speaking, we were doing well. Um, but, but, <laughs> I mean, let, let's okay. Let's put it this way. All right. So my first buy of this year 
I got a million tokens for 130 bucks. Look at that. That was my first buy this year because I, I was watching it because, um, you know, I started to kind of see a trend, see it went down, whatever. You know, I was like, cool, I'll get it back. No big deal. Um, it's not like the supply is going to run out tomorrow. We're all good to go. So um, made my first buy of this year at $130 per token. Um, this was before you guys even put out any updates this year. And people were kind of kind of wondering what was going on. You know, because you guys, you guys were, you had your head down and, and you were, and you were building, 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 which I completely respect it. And it's kind of funny that you say that because I've noticed the trend with the whole entire VeChain ecosystem. That's what they do. And when they're let, and when they're ready, they let, they let the beast out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, and that's the way we kind of got to operate, you know? Absolutely. And, it, and, it, and hey, it's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, I no. I've seen the Telegram grow. Coming out. Yeah. I've seen the Telegram grow. The Safe Haven Telegram grow rapidly over the last, say, six months. And, and that's kind of my point. Job. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, but I'm saying, yeah, they do a phenomenal job. Uh, seriously, because I, again, I am part of a lot of different crypto projects and a lot of different things. And I'm telling you, like what Thomas was saying, that they give you a lot of information, oh, yeah. but to to the to that line, they get as close as they can. Where, <laughs> and then because then there's some other. Let, let's be real here. I right, we're keep we're keeping it real, right? We're keeping it real. There's That's some, and, and and I'll say this in, you know, I, I know Viking. You hold some some of these and. I got kind of burned with them a little bit and I don't want to, I'm not trying to bash. Okay. I'm not, but no. there's some projects in, you know, in this ecosystem that they, they just don't talk, you yeah. know, yeah. and okay. they don't share things. And it's like, Hey, you know, I understand you, you, you know, you're willing to share something, you know, keep, keep the, I can't. And especially when I try to connect this one thing with, with safe Haven. Yeah. They're very professional, right? Very professional, but they know how to, again, um, communicate. They know how to say things without getting past that line where there's some that are just like, you know, you know, we're keeping it silent here. We're keeping it. Right. I even, listen, Thomas, mm -hmm. we even got into some things, you know, before. I, I mentioned this in a video and we joke about it now, but I, I did call Thomas an ass in one of my videos. <laughs> I did call him. And I go, man, this, I go, listen, uh, this this guy is, you know, really good. And then, man, but he could be an ass. And I was no, like, I remember, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> but, but, but that. But I really, but I, but listen to me, honestly. I, and I said it in the video too. I said it with respect. It was more like, like these people have confidence. I like that, man. I like and I like the the honesty and the like. Hey, listen, we're not gonna do this right now. We're doing this, and mm -hmm. and I and when I saw, it, I'm like, listen, there's this. It's that confidence. It's it's not er it's not arrogance. It's it's a confidence. Like we're gonna get through this. We're gonna focus on this, and then when the right when the the time's right, we'll get onto these other things. And, and I saw that with safe and I would get private messages. From other people, they'll be like, hey, listen, um, you know, I want to know more about Safe Haven and this and that. 
And I go, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not BSing you. I wouldn't BS you. In fact, we're going to have somebody on um, who I kind of got into it a, a little bit. Uh, late, probably next week, one of these crypto projects. And I'm going to talk to him. I mean, he was just, it was just really, really awkward. Like, just like unprofessional stuff. I'm not going to name it right now, but um, mm -hmm. it was different. You understand? It was like, we had a little thing, but it was like, it was a confidence and it was like a leadership and they, they had a vision and they know what they're doing and what they're targeting. So when I saw that and I had people ask me, I go, listen, they're working hard. They're doing what they're doing. And I know we're in a bear market right now. So don't look at this like an isolated incident. Like it's just a safe haven incident. You know, they, they're working, they're doing it. And what they're about, and what they're bringing into the blockchain space to me is essential. And, and I've heard Viking talk about this. Like, um, like you're one of the ones. Uh, to be honest, Viking says that, and I and I stand in, in agreement. But when he says it too, I can hear that confidence that he says that this is really what's going to bring mass adoption. Remember, Viking, you were talking about that. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is this is this is single-handedly going to, in my opinion going to be the key to mass adoption absolutely hands down he's been saying that he's very adamant about that you know so big big believer in uh in safe haven and so so two things and and, and hey viking thank you you know um two things in regards to this okay um when you said that mac i didn't take any offense to it honestly i was like i was like from a from a mutual respect standpoint he knows why I am that way. Yes, yes. And that's cool. So you understood. You understood. Yeah, no, I did. We talked about it. I actually, I actually laughed at it when I, when I, when I heard <laughs> it the first time. It was, it, was, it was a good laugh, and it was not a bad laugh. But on the other side of things, you know, what Viking was just saying with the confidence and stuff like that, if you don't deliver your project with confidence, if you don't, if you don't deliver as a team, if you don't deliver with confidence, if you don't operate with confidence, then you're going to get – you're going to snowball backwards. Right. Absolutely. And, and that, and that's the problem. And, you know, if, if you really got to believe in what your project does. So a lot of, there's a lot of projects out there and I'm not talking about any of them that you see on CoinGecko or any of them that you see on CMC. Okay. Yeah. But Absolutely. there's a lot of projects out there that people just got up, they became a part of. Right. And they were just like, Oh, this sounds really cool. Let me get involved in crypto. And, you know, there, there's a lack of understanding from team members. There's a lack of, um, of confidence in the products, um, you know, but with Safe Haven, there isn't that when it comes to us as a team, because we truly believe in the products. I mean, if you've ever seen Legino, our CEO, Legino Dujardin, if you've ever seen him talk about the products, whether it be on Twitter whether it be during an AMA, it doesn't matter. He has so much confidence in our products mm -hmm. from, a, from a business standpoint, you know, yeah. that I've watched him at times in awe, honestly, yeah. that like when I've been on, you know, conference calls or business calls, we're talking to a potential client or a project team that, you know, heard about us and thought they could find some, some synergy. Um, 
you know, the, the guy is just incredible at, at marketing a project that he believes is going to change the space. And, and we all believe that it's going to change the space. And that's, and that's kind of the point, the confidence you were talking about, Matt, you know, we try to drive that because it's, you know, it's tangible, it's tangible. Honestly. Yeah, completely, completely. You know, you can, you can almost put a value to that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's like, all right. So perfect example. Okay. Like kind of like what you were just saying, Thomas, uh, about, you know, you guys have to have that confidence in, in the projects that you're building, except, you know, things like that. You know, if you guys don't have the confidence in the projects, how, how, do, how do you expect the community to have the confidence? Well, right, because if we don't, if, if the communities don't know about everything that's happening, right, then they can only build their confidence in their decisions based on what information is produced. And if we don't produce information that's confident and true, by the way, I'm just going to lay that out because, there we go, yeah. because, because I've seen some shady stuff happen in this space. Okay. I'm sure you all have, right. If, if the information that we don't convey or that we do convey, I should say, if it is not true and it's not delivered in a confident manner, I mean, we're still talking over, you know, Telegram and we're still talking on Twitter and, you know, all of these other, you know, platforms that tone is missing, right? So information can get quickly misconstrued, right? Or it could be uh, mistaken, uh, misinformation occurs, you know, so you got to be able to deliver it in that in that positive manner. And there's a lot of positives that like, I'm going to, you know, fall back on what I said earlier, you know, a positive that communities should be looking at is growth of that community, right? Wallet, um, telegram size, Twitter followers. If you're not reporting that to your, to your organ, to your community, and you're basically overlooking that, then you're missing an opportunity to tell them that, look what we're doing, look what you are doing as a community member. If you're, if you're talking about it on Twitter, if you're liking it, if you're sharing it, that's part of the growth that occurs within this space pretty naturally, right? So it's all word of mouth at first and that's, and that's called networking, right? So that's a basic business term. So, you know, to, a, to some degree, we are all networking within this space. And with that being said, you know, if you're not providing, let's say, the information or the tools or the updates to your community about how, how their actions are affecting the wallet holder size or anything like that, okay, then you're doing a disservice to your project, you're doing a disservice to your community and yourselves. Because it's, it's, it, that is, that is, that is, you know, numerical information that warrants and shows growth and that's everything you want to have in a project right is is numerical data that shows that you're going in a positive and not in a negative direction and it doesn't always necessarily have to be regarding the token valuation right, right. it doesn't because you know at safe haven we've seen community expansion at a rapid pace and they've seen, you know, valuation of token drop down, you know, but that's, and that's just the space, but 
you got to be doing that. You got to be delivering that. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I do. I do actually have a question. Um, not nothing about the project or anything, but is there any way that if anybody wants to buy some safe haven merchandise, like a mug, a hat, like that cool hat you got on your Twitter? <laughs> I like that hat. I like that hat. I, I know, right? I, I do. I do love my hat. <laughs> <laughs> How how can we uh how can we acquire some of that stuff? Like, are you trying to hook us up? Trying to get us some stuff? Here? I, I I he he might be, and and you know I I can only say that in this in 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 your um your your I'm gonna say failed approach in this situation <laughs> to, <laughs> to 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 cop some merchandise, right? Um, you know, I look at it this way, right? if you're wearing our merchandise, right? right? If you're showing people that you have it or that someone asks you on the side of the road, you know, or on, you know, walking down the street, what is that? You know, or man, I'm, and I'm really waiting for it, you know, and, and it hasn't happened yet, but Lord, I'm waiting for it is when someone walks down the street past me and I have a merch piece on from safe Haven and they're like, dude, safe Haven. And one day, I promise you, one day it will happen. Uh, so uh, nice. our merch, our merch store is, you know, safehaven, uh, safehaventech.myshopify.com, right? So, so we do have, so we do have a shop uh, that has our merch, and you know, maybe we could do some sort of. Um, you know, uh, percent off for this, this podcast, right. And give everybody kind of, if they're yeah. interested in something, I mean, this isn't our main, this is no source of revenue for us. Realistically, it's just a marketing, uh, and, and a community building tool more or less. Um, you know, this is not our primary. So, you know, there's, if, if you want to wear it, you know, I'll get you something. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's kind of how I look at it for everybody. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to wear it and you're going to, you know, tell people about it or, you know, it's just, it's just a form of, of marketing. That's what all merch is. Right. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and that's the thing about me is that you're always going to find that I tend to look at things from a business perspective, not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm not looking at it from a, a revenue perspective and, and the merch shop is not meant to be a revenue. It's not our business. It's just meant yeah. to be an awareness campaign and it's, it's meant to give some sort of um, community, community feeling, right? So when you come right. to an event, a blockchain event, when you come to, um, you know, a V-chain event, uh, a safe haven event that's, you know, we're going to start holding those once we get past COVID and all this stuff. Um, right. You know, when you're wearing that stuff, you know, you, you, you kind of have a bond, right? So you, you guys are, there's, there's, a, there's a commonality, of course, right? So, yeah. you know, no, no, no. Uh, to kind of circle back, yeah, man, you know, we got you. Awesome. I appreciate you. I, I, I know he's going to ask uh, Larry for, for some new cams on the next one. He already told me. So <laughs> I, know, I know his style. I know his style. They, uh, so, as as we're getting to the close, because I know you gotta, you you know, 
I actually, I actually, I actually can give you another twenty. I'm, I'm, I, my, okay. I post, I postponed one of my meetings just for twenty minutes or so. So nice, nice, nice. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, but okay. just okay. Can you at least, because um, we didn't touch on this in the beginning, uh, put your information out. Uh, you know where they, you know, the safe haven, Telegram. Uh, you know, just. Well, I mean, just like just like any token organizations, uh, you know, or any 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 business, uh, safehaven.io is our website, www.safehaven.io. All right. Um, our uh, Telegram official chat is is uh, t.me forward slash safehaven.io. No spaces. Um, you can find us on Twitter. That's going to be at safehaven uh, io. Um, you know, we're, we're out there. It's not, it's not hard to find us, you know, so by all means, reach out to us. You've got questions or concerns, or you just want to know about the tech, you know, join our community, be, be part of it because it's, it's fun. It's a group. It's a family. A lot of us, like I said, our holders are, our community is so strong in the sense that they are long. A lot of them are very, very long term holders and, you know, they're incredibly knowledgeable about the project, you know, so even if you don't, you know, catch a conversation with myself or Logino or Andy, you know, moderators like uh, Chubby and Hurls, these guys are on top of their, on top of their knowledge. I mean, they, they know yeah. as much about the project, you know, as, as I do, you know, for example, you know, Chubby is very technologically advanced and, and he can speak on a technical level sometimes better than I can, you know, oftentimes better than I can, you know, just to give you kind of an idea. So, you know, by all means, you know, if this is a project of safe haven, the idea of digital inheritance and, um, you know, uh, secure digital inheritance, decentralized in, in, in the manner, uh, you know, dare I say it, but it is true, we are DeFi. Right. And that's kind of the thing that's going on right now is this uh, DeFi kind of craze and hype. But a lot of people re don't realize that, you know, DeFi is more than just yield farming and, and more than just, um, you know, more, more, more than just, you know, these, these uh, coins that are being able or tokens that are being able to uh, warrant people uh returns i guess you could say or uh, derivatives of other tokens and such it's it's decentralized finance and that includes the tools to do th that type of work you know to to be within that space and and inherity is in fact a decentralized finance tool which allows for the inheritance of digital assets you know so we always like to tell people that we were DeFi before DeFi was cool um, yeah, I used that in one of the videos. I put that in one of the videos, and and that's and that's truthfully, yeah. See, and that and that's truthfully kind of where I'm at. You know, is we were DeFi before DeFi was cool. You know, yeah. I mean, so was so was things like Kyber. You know, Kyber was DeFi before DeFi was cool. Yep. Yeah, I um. <clears throat> so it's funny. The reason I asked about the merch is because you know how many times I've asked this question, and. I never got an answer from where everywhere I, I would ask people hey you know you know where we can buy some you know merch or anything you mean safe haven merch yeah dude and i'm like man like because i'm like man listen i really 
well, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get my hoodie because I'm a note holder, but, you know, I don't, I'm, listen, I'm not, I don't want to wait that long. Have so you gotten your hoodie yet? I don't no, want to wait that no, long. <laughs> I, no, I haven't, I haven't gotten a hoodie. I haven't got my hoodie yet, but uh, hopefully, you know, I got to wait. If, I gotta wait if you long. were in that, if you were in that first, if you were in that first batch, they're, they're coming, they're coming. I just seen another person post theirs. That would be, that would be awesome. But, you know, I want some other stuff, too, like a T-shirt, you know, stuff like that, uh, because, I mean, I do believe in this project, you know, and I and I and like you said, I hope somebody does. I wish somebody would ask me about it. <laughs> it's just it's it's like I said before, it's an it's an infant state or it's it's in an infant stage, you know, so you're not going to see right. people. Right. I mean, if you if you got a, if you got a, you know, a big old Bitcoin on your chest or something like that, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people, right. people, are, people are going to know what that is. I mean, we're getting to a point now where that's pretty recognizable. Um, but, you know, like a safe haven shield or um, the inherity shield or even the safe key shield, anything like that. Um, you know, this is, this is going to take time. And that's that, that's that awareness that we're trying, to, we're trying to drive that awareness, you know, drive the awareness, drive the reason for why we're here, which is to make sure that people can take those assets that are becoming legit, right? So, you know, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, digital assets as a whole, they're becoming legitimate where just as early as two years ago, I would, I wouldn't say so much last year, but maybe a little bit last year, JP Morgan, let's say, you know, this is going away. This is going away. I, I don't think this is going away, you know, and that's not just me looking at it from a speculatory standpoint. This is me looking at it from an economic and, and, and using, you know, my background in, in business and economics to sort of look at it and say, okay, what will, you know, the advantages, disadvantages of this type of situation. And then you have, you know, countries like China who, who are pushing their own digital currency. So in some fashion, right, the digital currency aspect is there, whether it's BTC or whether it's a digital yuan from, from China, right? Which means you're still, whether it's from a central bank that's issuing it, right? So government-based central bank, right? Actually, central banks are not, are not owned by government or supposedly said, but so, yeah. central, so central bank, right? When they start to utilize digital assets, you still, you're going to need a means to give up or, or pass on that wealth, that generational wealth. And if it's in digital assets, we're the ones with the patent pending technology to try to find the solution. And we have found it. We yeah. found a decentralized solution that works. And that's what we're driving. We're driving that decentralized solution that's going to work not only for this space, but for the traditional market, should the market change over to a digital asset-like market, which is what we're kind of seeing in China. And we're starting to see it. I read an article the other day about uh, Europe, I believe, was yep. looking into um, to begin to consider their own digital asset. And I would have to refer back to give you an accurate uh, date and or article of which that oh, yeah. is. But I'm fairly certain if I recall, I was reading about they were they were considering it, talking about it. It was a, it was an article of conversation, whatever it may be. But the fire's been lit, gentlemen. Oh, so absolutely. so with that being said, you need whether it's this market 
or a transition of the traditional market, you need a decentralized form of, of, of you know, passing on those digital assets. Now, are there going to be people who's comfortable with a decentralized format? Definitely. Are there people who are not? Definitely. Which means that we're going to provide a semi-decentralized, centralized format in the near future, you know, of inheriting to be able to simplify the process for people who maybe feel their own level of uh, risk tolerance, right? So for me, I prefer the decentralized method. It's a, it's a risk tolerance that I believe is very low, right? So low risk, decentralized, more players involved, um, lower risk. Whereas someone who might not want to have a safe key, let's say, okay, and wants a cloud-based solution, right? Or something similar to that. And their tolerance, their risk tolerance for something you know, catastrophic happening to a vault-like situation, you know, they're comfortable with that. Yeah. But regardless, we have to make sure that if we're going to be the primary player, that we deliver multiple types of products so we meet different consumer expectation, right? Right. Well, so, you're gonna, so you're both going to be able to see that and the community is going to see that in the, in the future where we deliver products that are... Um, that have different offerings and and different uh functionality so that way it meets the need of of different consumer bases mm -hmm. yeah. yeah like all right so you know back to what you were saying about uh you know the space being speculative and, and this that and the other you know i kind of want to touch on that a little bit because you know i do a lot of research okay and it's and not just on the space in general not just you know yeah i do a lot of research on a lot of different projects as well but he does by the, the way he space, does i mean this space, guy is the, the space in general is never going anywhere uh, in my opinion and the only reason i say that is because the one percent are not going to lose money and they are invested into this market more than people even have an idea of. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree with that. Um, and, and we're seeing that. I don't right. think you have to speculate on that. I think right, everybody absolutely. within this space, especially if you've been in this space and you've seen it grow from, you know, 2000 early early 2000 teens 2013 excuse me 2014 if you've seen this space grow uh i don't think there's any denying that and yeah. and and some of it you know there might have you might have been able to deny that three or four years ago but yeah. it's so public now yeah that you couldn't you couldn't it's it there's too there's too many big names there's too many there's too many big names man yeah there, there's just there's there's too many big names in the space now that that you know are are leveraging you know which is which is really actually very cool to see um we hope that it doesn't affect the space in a negative sense because um right. you know it's possible that it could yes but it's good to see that you're starting to see these traditional, these traditional um, business, uh, traditional banks, 
you know, different uh, logistics. I mean, and again, Viking, like you said, we're not just talking about, um, we're not just talking about the speculatory aspect or project base. We're talking about blockchain technology as a whole, right? right. So, you know, I believe, I believe that IBM has the most, and I could be wrong, but I believe it's IBM has the most crypto has the most blockchain patents and it, and it might be it might not be ibm it might be it's either them or uh, bank of america oh it might you know what it might be it might be bank of america actually now that i think about it you you might be correct on that but either way ibm bank of america is another one um you know these are powerhouse players these are traditional market powerhouse players that you know we want to see in the space in truth we do right but we don't want the traditional market to turn this into turn mm -hmm. this space into what we want the, yeah. we want what the market we to become a traditional market right but we don't want it to become the traditional market if you follow yeah. what i'm saying yeah 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 you want you want that healthy balance right it's, it's got to be still it, it can't be stagnant there has to be growth. There has to be development there. Um, you know, there has to be the advances, but at the same time, if we're just rebuilding, if we're rebuilding the machine, right, then it's really not beneficial to us. Right. Yeah. Right. The idea is not to rebuild the current machine. That was not the purpose of Bitcoin right was to rebuild that machine it's it's to it's to disrupt the machine and right. bring and bring innovation and bring um you know uh, it's 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 almost supposed to be right financial freedom but we're not just talking about bitcoin we're also talking about the tech behind it and what the tech can provide us right yes absolutely yeah. you know i i couldn't i couldn't agree more it it's a lot it's yeah, no, I, I agree entirely. <laughs> it's hard to put it. It's hard to put it in just a few sentences. And you know, honestly, I've only been here since 2018. Um, but I kind of made this my obsession, to be honest. Um, <laughs> join the join the join the bus, buddy, because everybody yeah, you get hooked. You get hooked. You get hooked. You know? and, uh, <laughs> it's crazy, Dude, the, thing, the things that you see, the things that you see that no one else can see or the i should say not no one else but the majority you know still can't see it, it, it's pretty crazy because you know when you break everything down like and you're seeing you're seeing these big big name companies you're seeing g7 g20 g30 you know all these different governments this that and the other um <laughs> it, it's it's kind of hard to deny you know i, I think I think what's going on is that a lot of people are, they feel like they don't understand it and what they don't understand, they, they're kind of fearful and then they, they hesitate and then they, they see the prices and the volatility and they they just feel like they're so far behind that they, instead of doing research, they get lazy and then they just start attacking it, right? Because of, you know, right. the ignorance of it. But yeah. they know, you know, they 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 see the names, right? They can see the names like Walmart, um, <laughs> IBM. You, know, you mentioned, you know, Bank of America. You've seen a lot of these 
big time names. I just saw something about you know, with blockchain games and Turner. Um, there's, I mean, they're just coming, right? Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people see it, but they just are kind of hesitant and fearful. Um, but I mean, it's it's here, man. It, it it's here, and the technology. This is a digital world. Everything. Uh, again, I, I was talking about Luxco, uh, Lusco, Luxo. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this project, uh, Thomas, uh, but Fabian, the creative ERC20, um, he's already coming out with a term. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he came out with DeFi, uh, but the term, but he's coming out with a term already, digital, where it's physical and digital. Um, and this is what we see, you know, anyone, whether it's artificial intelligence, virtual reality, um, you know, these type of things, the shift is already happening. It's already yep. happening. It's taking place. And those who can be in front of that, um, and, and now I'm just going to take it from the investment perspective. Um, yep. if, you can, if you can plant yourself and cement yourself and don't, you know, don't go by uh, what a lot of people are saying and this and that and getting scared, but doing your research, I mean, you could be in the forefront of something amazing. All right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I expect. Uh, Again, I was sharing this with Viking that in the beginning, because I was into options and trading options. And I used to like, you know, I'm like, what is this blockchain stuff? What is this crypto Bitcoin? What is this nonsense? You know what I mean? I was like, well, what is this? I want I want to focus on, you know, what's happening with the oil in China and this and that for, you know, for options trading. And But then when I started getting in and I started seeing and realizing the names that were involved, I go, wait a minute, this, this thing is, this is, this thing is here to stay. And I better get on this right now, put everything aside and start doing my research on this. Uh, Thomas, they will, you know, some Matic people would get, not the team, but uh, people that are interested in saving them. And I get a lot of questions. Um, what, What is, you know, and I know we're getting close to time here, so I wanted to get this in before. What has been your feel with uh, with Matic? You know, what's, what is, what, what kind of is like the game plan? I know you can't get into too much information, um, but what's kind of like the, the target, I guess you can say, uh, for, for, you know, safe haven and Matic. Sure. So, you know, first off, working with Matic, you know, has been, though short, because we just announced the official, you know, partnership MOU type scenario, right? Um, you know, the, these guys are a pleasure to work with, honestly. Um, yes. Great team. Super knowledgeable, very motivated, um, you know, and, and it's always a pleasure to work with a team like that, you know, and essentially, you know, Matic is trying to deliver a healthy amount of DeFi solutions into India, which would be fantastic because it's a, it's, it's a massive, massive population that um, could benefit very greatly economically um and humanitarily uh from from blockchain technology right so um 
in working with Matic, what we're looking to do is uh, leverage our tech along with Matic and Matic's network within India. Okay. Yes. And the goal here is to um, be able to support them from a uh, tech standpoint, whereas they would support us as well from a um, sort of, you know, networking into that region. Whereas, you know, I mean, essentially at this point, their developers, you know, more or less could utilize and leverage our tech and basically create that, that cross chain, right? Um, one thing that was really, we had a great conversation about, about, um, you know, leveraging one another as far as providing uh, support, resources, et cetera. Um, you know, so basically what we're looking to do and, and we're keeping a close eye on it and we assume it to be, you know, uh, the term FUD this back and forth with India and regulation. And it, it's just, in my opinion, and probably the opinion of maybe even yourselves, maybe many others, um, this is one of those, like you just said, Mac, one of those fear-like situations where India sees a new technology, a new currency base, a new um, method of accounting, if you will, and they're kind of dragging their feet. However, I've never known India to ever be a country that is willing to drag their feet on technology, right? And at the same time, um, basically distance themselves in the sense that they would become less competitive uh, economically, right? So with that being said, you know, even if let's assume I mean, Matic has a, has a great position, you know, in, in India, they, they really do. Their network is massive. It's growing substantially. There's a huge, huge interest in blockchain and cryptocurrency within the um, public of India. I think that's what's fearful to the uh, Indian government. However, this is just opinion, you know, um, but there, what's not opinion is that there's a lot of interest and there's a lot of potential growth. And that means economic growth. And India is not an or, is not a country in which you would expect would just kind of dig their heels into the ground and take themselves out of that position. So, with that being said, whether India de decides to, um, you know, outlaw cryptocurrency trading or whether they decide to establish their own digital um, their own digital money form. Um, you know, Matic has the position to kind of play both of those fields, right? Yeah. So yeah. they have the tech and they have the network and they could leverage whether or not, you know, they could pretty much play either way on whether India decides to make a ban on cryptocurrency trading or because it's, because it's not about cryptocurrency so much with Matic, it's, it's more about the tech and delivering a product, right? And, and, and yeah. becoming becoming a presence right within India. So the big thing is in that situation, whereas even if let's assume that a strategic and strong hand came down on trading of cryptocurrency 
or outlawing cryptocurrency. I do, again, referring back to you know, China and such, I do see a digital asset being born out of the majority of company or companies, uh, countries. And India, I don't see it as being any less um, a provocative standpoint for them. With that being said, right, and we mentioned earlier about the fact that Inherity is a solution that is not specific to the, the growing cryptocurrency market, but could also be and will likely only will likely be a solution that can be delivered for not only this market that we operate in, but the formalized and extremely probably regulated organ, you know, uh, economy of a digital currency um you know that's ran by a government that's that's issued by a government etc because you're gonna need something to protect that and india would be another circumstance of that so really what we're looking to do along with the the network and resources that matic can provide and in working in in conjunction with them in cooperation okay we're looking to deliver that same product but only to a market that's a little bit undecided now at this point, which makes it difficult for us to enter by ourselves, which is why we chose to work alongside Matic, because we would imagine that Matic is probably very closely watching the, the legal grounds and the atmosphere, the, the, you know, the, what's happening right now currently in India in regards to yes. cryptocurrencies. So, you know, we don't have that, those eyes on the ground. It's important to have those eyes on the ground when you're looking to expand any uh, project, organization, solution, whatever it may be. And Matic was willing to step up and say, you know, hey, we're, we'll be your eyes on the ground and, you know, we'll try to break open the space, make it more legitimate, uh, you know, the idea is to, is to bring, is to bring this to India, to bring the right. inheritance solution to India, just as well as we would to Europe and the U.S. and et cetera. And I think that's the big thing when it comes to these organizations that are really the true organizations, the pioneers out there, right? What we're, yeah. what we're all looking to do is to sort of, um, build together and that's why i said in the beginning of this you know that tribal aspect needs to go out the door because we're all in this to you know make the world hopefully to make the world a more um advanced place a more uh equal a more diverse a more decentralized space um, and the pioneers are the ones who are championing that type of that type of attitude and those type of products. And and when you find the organizations that are really trying to do that, Matic, Harmony, Digibyte, VChain, you know, these are organizations. These are these are projects that are looking to provide, um, you know, a, an entirely different economic landscape if not economic landscape, then developmental landscape. And, and that's the, those are the token teams. Those are the projects that we want to, you know, work closely with because we know what we're looking for and we can identify those projects that are also, you know, they have the same mindset 
because there's been several projects that we have not worked with because of the fact that we just don't believe that our ambitions aligned correctly. And in this situation, specifically with Matic, as your question brought up, um, we're pretty comfortable in saying that our, our, our goals, though different, you know, we're, we're on the same side of the, we're on the same team. Yes. And that's, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. That's great for other people to hear as well. You know, because it's, it's one thing, you know, reading it, but then it's also a different thing when it comes from, you know, someone uh, representing, again, a crypto project like Safe Haven and putting that audibly out there where they can hear it and comprehend it and, and, uh, and let that digest. I think that was well said, man. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah. well said. Definitely. I, um, um, go ahead. No, no. I, I'm, I'm just, there's so much information. Thomas and, uh, just so much great information that's just been put out here. I'm, oh, yeah. I just can't wait to listen to this and, and hear it, <laughs> hear it again. Yeah. Yeah, we're really, yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to listen to it again just to really, yeah, man. Know. I honestly, I listen to all our podcasts. Uh, yeah, yeah. The next day, sometimes, sometimes I listen to them twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 re I probably reread our releases maybe ten to twelve times before they go out to the public. When I'm writing them, um, you know, those releases that are written, I, I probably read them, you know, ten to twelve times. And then I read it again the next day before it goes out. And then, you know, it, it's just, there's a lot of information. Even when I'm, when I'm presenting the information, you know, to our community in a written sense, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of information. And I want to make sure that, you know, that even I can go back and, and sort of re reevaluate yeah. and, and, and see if I missed anything or if it didn't make any sense to me or, you know, um, so yeah, that Viking, that totally makes sense, man. I, I would, I would totally listen to, to, if I had a podcast, I would listen to the podcast probably, you know, two or three times to probably find my shortcomings because, oh, you yeah. know, that's, that's what makes us all better. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's the cool thing about this, this podcast, you know, it, it's, uh, like, like I said at the beginning, um, when we, before we recorded, you know, this, this is just casual conversation between three people you know but yet informational at the same time you know yes. um yes. and just keeping it real you know that's it <laughs> and, and that's the beauty of it you know because we're not censored here yeah. uh youtube loves to just censor people <laughs> they do. so they do. it is what it is but uh i'm definitely uh definitely enjoying this Sure. I, I'm very happy for this uh, uh, to have Thomas here. I'm, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited about all these podcasts, man. And uh, yeah, I was I was when you when you invited me, I was I was thrilled. I'm like, hey, man, put put me on board. If you if you want me, that's awesome. I'll, yeah, I'll, man. I'll, I'll, yeah, I want I want you. I, I remember putting that go. I want you, Thomas. I want I want you on. Wanna, yeah, no, that was that was I was I was uh, I was humbled by by you. Uh, you know, asking me if I would be involved. I, I still, to this day, uh, sitting here, am humbled. So I, I do appreciate that. And I appreciate both your time. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks. Now, um, for all of our, 
also, Mac, I did find out something uh, about our, our podcast. Um, All right. I do want to let our listeners know that they actually can give us some feedback. So okay, if you cool. guys are out there listening, we want your feedback. We want to know what you guys think. You love it, hate it, you don't really know, whatever. We want to know whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you guys are thinking. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Know, and, uh, so yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll see some messages here soon. <laughs> I'm gonna put this one on. I want to put uh, when it comes to like crypto projects, um, especially I'm gonna want to put this one on YouTube on my YouTube. So um, I'm gonna figure out. I guess we'll we'll talk about that off air. How do I put I this can, on YouTube? Um, just so because uh, some people are you know they're just specifically YouTube and oh I know yeah. You know, I thought about doing the same thing too, um, because, like you said, and and that's exactly why. Not only that, that'll draw traffic over here as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, um, I was actually something actually I was going to talk to you about anyway. I was going to see if uh, we wanted to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, no. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. That, that's definitely. Yeah. We're we're going to start with this one, at least for me, starting especially. Yeah, I want I want as many people to hear this as they can, you know. Oh yeah, and uh, you know as great, we grow great, and as great. as we get more followers from the podcast, uh, we will be listed on more platforms as well. Yeah. So perfect, yeah. man. But hey, uh, Thomas, I do have to ask you a question. Uh, well, not ask you a question, but I want you to tell our viewers and me again uh, the merch story. <laughs> so so it's uh it's safehaventech.myshopify.com at least i at least i'm i'm hoping i'm now checking it we're, we're to make sure right and now. the reason i'm the reason i'm checking is because i normally log in from the back end because uh i handle a lot of the review of the information that goes through here yes and that's actually it's shop.safehaven.io i repeat that's shop.safehaven.io so that first one that i said guys completely i mean scratch it it's completely wrong. <laughs> i was wondering because you know i was looking it up as soon as you said i was typing it and i'm like man. see see and that's and that's good i'm i'm glad you brought that up and that's just you know that's I'm, I'm keep like you guys said i'm keeping it real i normally lock in through the back side and because i'm because i'm looking at all the orders and i'm tracking them and stuff like that so you know I'm, I'm normally not really logging in from the front end so again that's that's where we're at as far as so i apologize to all of your listeners out there if they were interested in any way of getting some safe haven merch uh yeah go with that second one that i just mentioned Oh yeah, yeah. So guys, it does work. I'm actually on it right now. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks for letting me letting me know it works too. That that keeps me up to date. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, because you know I'm mean, like, man, I at least want a t-shirt or something. You know, like, geez, I because you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty well invested into this company. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. The the stuff is actually really nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I see, I see flex fit for the hats. You know, um, the hoodies look really nice. The uh, North Face Skyline Full Zip Police Jacket looks good. 
The hats look awesome. Even have uh, beanies for the winter time. Some coffee mugs, coffee tumbler. Yeah, we tried yeah. to we tried to we try to hit a little bit of everything. I I drink coffee out of my safe haven mugs and stuff like that. So it's it's just you know it's kind of just a reminder, just a reminder of kind of something that you're interested in and and makes you feel part of the community. So we appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. Now now I can finally get some merch. There you go, <laughs> perfect man, perfect. Yeah um yeah I, I definitely. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. You're, Thanks glad for having me. Absolutely. Uh, hey, never know. Uh, you know, if you ever want to come on in the future, I'm I'm sure me and Mac, I'm perfectly uh, fine. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I think that has to be done, man. Later yeah. on, uh, when when other things are are happening, but yeah, please, please. Yeah. No. I'll. I'll. I'll I mean, I'll. I'll vouch to that right now. Let us get a couple of weeks, couple of months out, and yeah. see where we're at, and and see if we can, you know, talk some new stuff. And and I have no problem with that. I'll. I'll always join you guys for a couple. You know, for an evening. Perfect, man. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> all, right, all right, guys. So, do I? Uh, do I take it to the close or? Go ahead. You got it. All right, man. So. You know how I like to close the videos and things and how I close the podcast. Stay blessed, be blessed, and uh, let's go!